0: This is Druck. This is what happened last time. We left Sandalwood as passengers on the gnomish ship the Ironside. We were chased into a sleep-inducing storm by a hobgoblin fleet, taking one of their ships with us and found ourselves on a hidden island run by sea elven slavers, called the Garen. Giovanni and Runar were forced to pick fruit for the elves and I enjoyed the menacing hospitality of their governor, Daladin Rezov. The next day, the governor tried to make me his hunting partner, with the goat and the cat as our quarry. We defeated him, and used Darwin's feather token to escape through the storm wall on a magical swan boat. As we exited the fog cloud, Giovanni and Runar were asleep again, and we appeared in the shadow of a hobgoblin warship.
1: Aboard the swan boat, Giovanni and Runar sleep beside you as the ring of storm clouds falls behind you. The sun beats down on you briefly before the shadow of a ship blocks its rays. From over the ship's bow, a crew of hobgoblins stares down, pointing crossbows, muskets, and pistols. Their skin is a shriveled tan, gray, or black, scarred, tattooed, and pierced with rings of gold and silver. Past the bow along the waterline, another ship floats in the distance raising a scorched and patchwork sail. Elf, you are now in the service of the Zindalani Empire. Your swan will now be boarded. Put your hands behind your head. Do not resist. You are outnumbered, and we have had a very bad day.
0: <laughs> All right. Put my hands up and over my head and wait for somebody to get on board. How how many people does the ship handle? There's a good 20 staring down at you with weapons drawn. The one
1: talking has a tricorn hat.
0: Alright, I'll go ahead and wait awkwardly while somebody shows up.
1: Heavy net drops down. Four hobgoblins come running down the net with knives and short swords in their teeth. Wearing bandanas and bare feet. They come down and look closely at you. Your bow, please.
0: Sure. I'll hand him my bow. And that. Okay. I'll go ahead and hand them the rapier.
1: A couple of them grab Runar and Geo and start climbing up. They just put them over their backs like a firefighter and climb up onto the ship and just flop them down. When you flop down, you both wake up.
2: Ah! Oh, 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 hey! Oh, hey, Runar!
3: Oh, yeah. Hobgobbies? What the gobs? What are you doing? Um, I don't think you want to aggravate these hobgoblins. It's just a bunch of gobbies. Can you please stop saying that term? Oh, sorry, hobgobbies. Can you stop using that term?
2: <laughs> Why? Look at him. He points his finger right one of them, like, eyeball. That's just a hobgobby. Hi, hobgobbies.
3: There's a dozen of them. Well, if there's swords pointed at us, please, please stop pointing. What Don't. else is new? Wait, you're used to
1: this? Yeah. Druk, as you start to climb up, you can see that there are several longboats floating around near the storm, and they're full of sleeping hobgoblins.
0: You guys gonna wake those gentlemen up, or...?
2: We're waiting to see how long it takes them.
0: That's one way to do it, I suppose.
2: If you just smack one of them in the face, they'll wake up.
3: He's quite right, very effective. It worked on one out of one Cedars tested on. <laughs> You're both held by
1: the scruff of your shirt as they hold you up in front of the boss, presumably the captain
2: with the tricorn hat. Uh, who's the captain around here? Who's the captain? Uh, hey,
3: tricorn! Uh, isn't the tricorn hat typically uh, indicative of captaincy in this region?
2: Giovanni tips his tricorn hat.
3: Just
1: as Druck gets up onto the ship. They grab him by the arms, and the captain turns specifically on drak What makes it so that you can be awake? Is it your
0: elven blood? That appears to be the case. Those two fell asleep as well. They did. Uh keep us back
1: in
3: the cloud? That'd be great. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Tell us what happened to the night's plunder.
2: Where's our crew?
3: Oof. The Knight's Plunder?
2: Oh, you don't even want to know what happened to them gobs. They're probably picking peaches and getting slapped.
3: Oh, the Knight's Plunder! That's the ship that ran into the other ship that ruined our ship and... Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you go inside that storm cloud, lots of ships hit stuff, and then all these shocky elves like to take them and enslave everybody. It's pretty terrible. Did they have any cannon in there? Um, I don't recall seeing any cannon. They
3: have orchards.
2: I think cannons beat orchards. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you can get hit by an apple in the head and it hurts pretty bad.
1: What did you see? What can we do to get through this storm? Is there
2: a source?
3: No, there is absolutely not a source. Well, that's
2: not totally true. There's that big tower lightning thing. I thought you said the lie. Tower lightning thing. (gasps) Oh. Nothing! No, I didn't say anything. Tell us more about that. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: There appears to be some sort of enchantment on a tower that is causing the fog.
2: But there are like 200 sharky elves in there. I mean, there's there, no use. Just say goodbye to your buddies.
0: There's a lot of people in there.
2: Do
1: you have experience with cannon barrage? I sure do, Look, yes. Looking at Catman, yeah. no. Looking at our ships, if we could see what we were shooting at,
2: would we be able to breach their defenses. I could probably knock out some stuff, yes. Yeah, we definitely could. It would be kinda of fun seeing some of those Elokie Sharks getting blown to bits, I'm not gonna lie. So do you think we could do something with this tower if we sent you back in? <laughs> we need our men. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're probably doomed.
3: I believe the tower is relatively far inland. How how far can your, uh, Khan-on range? Why didn't you say Kanan? <laughs> Runa, he needs sleep. I mean,
2: Drunk, he needs sleep. What? I just...
1: They shoot far enough. The question is, where's our target? Could we stay out of the fog and do some damage inland?
0: I don't think they can reach all the way from the fog to the shore, do they?
1: But if the fog was gone, we could get
2: close enough to do damage?
0: Yeah, if the fog was gone, you'd, they have minimal
2: defenses. Oh, that's true. They don't have a lot of defenses. Yeah, yeah. Just lots of sharky elves. Hey, wait, wait a minute, do you have grapeshot rounds? Hmm, he is a pirate. Oh my god, I'm a pirate, look at me, cheese. Oh, Alright, we'll hang him later. Yes, we have
3: grapeshot hey. rounds. Wait, are you no, pirates? No, we're
1: not pirates, we're part of the Xandalani Empire. Everybody sort of stands up straight.
2: You know, if you're a privateer, you're still a pirate. I'm sorry, it's the same thing. It's not the same, I get a paycheck. You're getting paid differently is all, jeez. We're legitimate. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, you seem very legitimate. I mean, for hobgoblins, in some ways. I mean, yes, you're yes, you For def- hobgoblins. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, hobgoblins. For
1: guy, just black tongue, just holds you close and puts his tongue out at you.
2: Uh, I know you got black tongues. Very scary. He touches his tongue. <laughs> oh, so think of this. If we have grape shot rounds, we could go into there, maybe, and then just um, have a heyday with some of these elves.
3: When they hit the the prisoners, which one include the hobgoblins that they're trying to save? Well,
2: hopefully, the prisoners are out. I mean, you lose a few hobgoblins, maybe, yeah. There's a chance I'm willing to take. Says another one.
3: Oh, okay.
2: So, do you think you all do this? And uh, me and Runar can hang out on the swan boat around this area while you guys all do that?
3: Yes, yeah, so we can just go back to the Swan boat. We had literally almost nothing to do with your men getting captured, other than you chased us into that storm. I named him Swanny too, isn't he cute? Ah, that's my ship, and I definitely did not name it Swan, I named it something else. Why'd you name it? I'm not gonna tell you, I don't want you using it against me.
2: No, it's his wife's name. Name it after his wife. Oh.
3: <laughs> Does your wife look like this? No, but she is beautiful. She's a beautiful warrior poet. Not an ugly duckling? No. Oh, okay. Well, she might have been. I didn't really know her until she was a full adult. Sniff!
1: Sniff, come here!
3: Sniff? Sniff! sniff,
1: Sniff. Sniff. From out of the pack comes a little draconic figure. It's a little blue-scaled padrack. She wears a oversized powdered wig, and she smiles, and all of her teeth are capped in gold. She has a rapier and a pair of javelins on her back, and a leather shoulder bag. Yes, Captain? We want you to go blow something up. What is it? It's a tower or something. They're going to bring you to it.
3: Wait, what? <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm so all weird. about helping these prisoners on the island, but at a certain point... I gotta take responsibility for the fact that I need to get home to my wife. Oh, you, we're gonna do what? We will send you back. You can take your swan. It is
1: lovely. Oh, thank you.
2: <laughs> what do you like mean, we'll thank send, you?
1: Send you a sniv here and show her what she needs to blow up.
2: Okay, one problem with that uh, we go through, we fall asleep, and then we get caught by the sharky elves.
3: He's got a point.
2: Well, your elf friend can just smack
1: you. <laughs> oh. You just said that's how it works.
2: I mean, it seems like it works pretty well. Does it work pretty well?
0: It's pretty effective, Oh,
1: yeah. no, okay. From the other boat, which is starting to get a little closer, you hear through a megaphone, Have you figured out the problem yet?
2: Wow, oh, they're just so impatient around here. Jeez.
1: You see the captain get his own little megaphone out. He, it telescopes, you know, it comes out like a hat. and He pops it open and he yells back, Master and Commander! I have it under control!
3: Thank you! We're coming over! No! <laughs> we're good! Hey, no, you- oh, no, we're coming over! Okay!
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, where do you get one of those? Can I see that for a little bit? Uh, no.
3: So, um, is he the Commodore over there? So you're not even in charge? I'm the one that has intact sails, thanks to you. Uh, Yeah, but you refer to him as master and commander. So is he the Commodore? Is he in charge of the fleet?
1: Yes, it's okay. I can send you back over
3: So what you're saying is is that you're not actually in charge So what? And we're like to negotiate with the person that's actually complete. You're
1: on the mayor's curse. This is my ship I want to send it over. It'll be good for you. I'll look good for my boss, and you'll look good for my boss, and maybe he'll let you live.
2: Uh, Runart, this is how the pirate life goes, my friend. I'm sorry, it's just how it is.
3: No, no, I want to negotiate with the Commodore because I want certainty that I get to live.
2: Well, apparently he's coming. No, well, there you go. You got your wish. See? Easy
1: peasy. In the meantime, get me Wrath and Gnarling. They run over, talk to a couple other hobgoblins. One runs over. He's a gray-skinned hobgoblin studded leather. He's got a waxed mustache, and he's got a big wicked pike on his back. The other one is black-skinned with a green neckerchief and a blue coat embroidered with geometric patterns. He has a pistol on one hip and at least a dozen knives and cleavers visible on his person and a good amount of blood stained into his clothes. All right, we'll send you with a boatswain and a surgeon. You've already got the quartermaster there, Sniv, and that should be helpful, right? You've got somebody that can fix things, you got somebody that can break things, and then you've got somebody that can mend some broken harm goblins.
2: And we got somebody that can uh, slap us awake, right, Druck?
1: And you have someone that can slap you awake. Perfect plan.
2: You all have a good time. No, no, you go too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
1: we need to get into the game.
3: What exactly do you need from us...
1: We need the storm to be out of the way so that we can... Yeah,
3: that's stuff. your that's your people's problem, though, not ours.
1: It's your problem because you don't have a ship.
3: We got a boat right there. It's behind the spawn. Don't you see it? That's yeah, ours. That long boat? Yes.
1: That's not going to get you where you need to go. You notice, by the way, that this guy breaks in and out of an aristocratic accent. The more I... you irritate him, the less he does the accent. There's nothing around for miles.
3: Do you have money? Mm-hmm. No, we would have
1: been fine. We'd be fine.
3: Okay, so then we don't need this. All right,
1: we got to we'll just put it back on the boat. We need a small group. We need people that have been in there. I mean, and I we're th- offering some skilled people to go with you. And they are also stealthy. Sh- show them how stealthy you are, Sniv. Sniv, like, does a little moonwalk. Can't hear a thing.
2: Giovanni goes, that's great. And then all of his trinkets <laughs> shake and make a bunch of noise. <laughs> Sneak in there. Get rid of that tower for us.
3: I still think I'd feel better with a guarantee from the Commodore that, you know, you're not going to skin us alive the minute you're done with us. Hey, put it in
2: writing. Oh, wait, they don't know how to write. What am I talking about? They're hobgoblins.
1: We do know how to write.
2: Yeah, right. All of us Uh but George.
1: One of them slumps his head down. The other ship gets close enough to throw a plank across, and here comes this other hobgoblin. You thought from the voice that it was a male, but it actually seems female when it comes across. She comes across, has very manicured hair. It's very tight against her head, braided in a couple of spots. She's missing an ear, studded leather armor, and a couple of cutlasses. Taja Lure, what is happening here on my ship?
3: Master and Commander, uh, uh, we are some refugees and we would like to uh, procure our passage to Port Mantel. We seek asylum from the Denal, Den, Den, whatever. The Sea Elves. the Den... the Den, Denalys, yes. The Denalys. The Garen Elves? <laughs> the Garen Elves. We <laughs> <you> seek... <laughs> we seek... asylum from the Garen Elves. What does asylum mean? It means you give us safe <laughs> passage and harbor from the Garen Elves. We are refugees. We are the
1: Zendiladi Empire. We yeah. don't do that sort of thing.
3: Well, you're uh, fool of a captain here. It uh, thinks that he can send us back in there, and that we are anywhere near competent to take out a tower.
1: Commander, they came out of the fog. The elf there doesn't fall asleep in the fog. They've been on the island. We need them to bring our team to blow up that tower. There's a tower that is apparently creating this storm. Is that correct? She says.
2: Giovanni gives him a thumbs up.
1: Goat seems to agree.
3: I thought you said to lie, Giovanni. You're yeah, crazy. I'm not we going are, back are
1: in. not leaving this place without getting payback for what has happened to the Knight's Plunder and our... Compatriots.
3: It's right over there. Good luck. The knight's plunder's in lots of pieces now. I mean it's not really our fault that it ran ashore. Yeah, I would
2: agree to that. I agree with the catman. Get a few nooses ready.
3: Nooses?
2: Hey, what no, I don't like the sound of that. I, no. Are those for the uh elves? If we elves? need
1: to, we only need the elf. <sighs>
2: A noose is in front of you as they tie it together. <laughs> <laughs> um, Runar, how about we go back in and get rid of that uh, tower in there? Yeah,
3: it sounds really fantastic. I like the
2: idea of that. And then he pushes the noose away. That sounds good, yeah. All right, Me let's too. do that. Great. Yes. Get your cannons ready. How many cannons you got on this ship? More than we'll need. Oh, gosh, these scabies can't even count. Can't write, they can't count. <laughs> well... One, two, three, four. Hold on. He goes to each side of the ship and looks over the side of the ship, and he's counting. They have six. Three on each side. Okay, get your grape shot ready. So we're in agreement. You're going in. I guess? Okay, how, how about this? How about this? All right, so why don't we get this ship? What's the ship called, by the way? The Mayor's Curse. No, we're on a cursed ship. Jeez, these hobgobbs just can't like, figure mayor it, like, out. All
3: that's right. a, ter- that is a pirate ship name, sir. No, it's not.
2: Okay, alright, alright, okay. Uh, no, I don't like the name of the ship, but here we go. So, what I think we should do, you take the mayor's curse. Uh, okay, take the mayor's curse. You go around to the other side, kind of where the farms and the orchards are. Start shooting in from outside of the clouds, alright? Just start shooting in your grape shots and everything. Then me, Elf Boy, and Catman, and the three others will sneak in, run up to the mansion, and try to get in and smash a tower.
3: Sounds terrible. Let's do it anyway. Oh,
2: I like it. Runa, you're turning into a pirate. I love it. <sighs> and by the way, as you were
1: making that plan, they put the noose around your neck. So. I- oh. In this scenario, we would move the ship to the other side of the island, but you would stay
2: here with the swan boat. That is correct. Yes. We will wait for you to start firing into the island. That's going to start drawing all those lots and lots and lots of healthy boys over to that side of the island. Once everybody gets away from the area, then we go in. It won't take long. Then we jet towards that mansion. What do you think, Drog? I think
0: it's a good plan. Did you hear that, Runar? huh? <laughs>
3: sure, sure, it's a good plan, it's a good plan.
2: You ready to raid an island?
3: no, 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 no. Hey, are we uh, how maybe um, maybe have Jack wear makeup to look like whatever that governor's name was. Guess we need to impersonate somebody?
2: Oh, like impersonate der Der Darudin. Dar- Darliton? Darladen? Derringer? Daladin? Daladen! Oh, yeah, yeah, we can put the goggles on and put like a cloak thing over his head. Oh, yeah, I do have a disguise kit. Let me take a look here. And he starts reaching into his vest.
0: You both are ridiculous.
2: Why would I wear makeup? (laughs) Wait, what are you wearing right now?
0: (laughs) It's the face of my people.
2: Rudark, how can you be so rude to a certain type of people? My goodness, gosh, this guy. I, what?
0: You know what? No, it's fine. We'll put on makeup, and... I do actually have quite a few items of uh, the governor's. All right. And as such, I think I should probably get those back from the hobgoblins. Are we getting our weapons back? It would be incredibly helpful.
1: You're feeling the rope tighten a little bit as you're asking.
2: Um, Have you agreed to work with us? Yes, we have agreed, yes. Let's get that kit... And he whips out a thing of perfume and he's like, No, no, hold on, sorry, one second. I, I know it's in here somewhere. Hold on.
1: All right, they hand you back your items and then everyone immediately holds their weapons back up again.
3: Where's where's my weapons?
1: They all look at each other almost nervously. Did you
0: have his weapons?
3: I don't have his weapons. What do they look like? A very fancy short sword. And it was very fancy. Magical even.
2: It was. Oh, yeah, it absolutely was. I think it can slay dragons in, like, one swipe or something. These homgabs always lose stuff.
3: Like, I feel like they stole it.
2: Hey, you two, you go find your treasure box that you put all of our stuff in and go find him his sword, okay? And roll persuasion. <laughs> disadvantage. <laughs>
3: roll the 19. I got a 17, assumption. 17? Yeah, because the 17 canceled out the net 20. <laughs>
2: yeah we're on fire (laughs) their guests on our boat find their sword thank you
1: yep yep of them start hitting at each other and kind of (laughs) swiping at things and before you know it they whip around and they hand you a pretty decent looking short sword
3: (laughs) 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 all right excellent i grab it all right now where was the scabbard for it (laughs)
1: You just hear a ripping sound somebody hands you a belt And they still have
3: pants attached to
0: them
3: (laughs) Uh, I take the belt And the scabbard And detach the pants And hand the pants to Giovanni (laughs) Snack for you later Uh, Probably you could try wearing them I put on the belt And the scabbard and
2: Geo instantly throws the pants behind him Into the water (laughs)
1: It's going to take a little while for the ship to get around the island while they prepare this and so everybody can take a short rest. you spent some time looking through the items that came from Daladin. Recompense the longbow has extra damage that's random when it hits. The cloak ward is a stealth cloak. It's actually tied to Recompense. When you're using them together, it does grant some resistance to different types of damage, depending on what damage just came from the bow. The hunter shark goggles, which are kind of a polished red coral goggle with a shark's eye lens, allow you to
2: cast hunter's mark. Got it. Got it. Here's the disguise kit. Here you go. All right, Jockey, ready to look all fancy and sharky? Um, I sit still, and I'm going to make a blue. I'm sorry, what? I'm gonna make you blue. Um. Okay. Right? That's what color right? he was, right? It was kind of like a bluish-gray? Okay. He's <laughs> putting makeup on you, and he's making a giant mess, and powder's flying into your eyes. And he's even like... <laughs> like spitting in your face on accident. <laughs> Every time he applies it to your face, it's like really hard. <laughs> it's like squishing into your face. You're mailing it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Hey, Brunard, check that out. Doesn't that look nice? No. Oh, I better I better work on it somewhere as hands go right into your face again. <laughs> God.
1: So the swan's been going in circles because it's bored. The mare's curse is probably in place. You were given a time frame, talked about the sun and where the sun should be. The other ship, which you now know is the sea ghost, the one that Druck had burnt the sails from, is still right there with you. You start hearing shot in the distance. Time to go, time to go. All right, let's go. Sniv, the little padrack,
2: is like, Yes, yes, let's do this. Now, nah, by the way, Runar, one of those whiskers popped out. Just
3: saying. He touches his face.
1: <laughs> the other two are pretty quiet, the two hobgoblins. They're really just along for the ride. The Sniv's enjoying
2: it thoroughly as the swan darts into the storm. Sniv, what makes you hang out with these hobgobs all the time? Jeez. Well, I tell you, just falls over (laughs) sleep. Oh, wait, what's going on? (laughs) This
0: is my favorite part (laughs) of the trip. All
3: right.
0: I am just going to, as quietly as possible... Maneuver this thing towards shore
1: Just under the iron sides You skim through The swan just kind of beaches itself (coughs) Chest up onto the sand
0: I'll put my hand Over each person's mouth As I wake them up
2: (laughs) mm Shhh
3: It gives you a thumbs up Wake up, Brunner I look like that disheveled cat that just got woke up rudely Looks at you. I got a whisker in my mouth.
2: Hey, so far the plan's working great. Shh. Hey, can I wake up the hobgoblins?
3: No. I'll
1: wake up the other three. No. Oh. Both hobgoblins punch at you when you wake them up. <laughs> and then the padrack
2: is like, "But well, hello."
0: All right, let's get this over with. <laughs>
2: But you gotta change your voice, all like scary evil sounding, like, let's get this over with. Let's get this over with. (laughs) No, that's good. That sounds good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, if I say the word slaves, do you have to put hands behind your back and pretend like you're shackled so that if we run into somebody.
2: I have manacles. Points to his vest.
0: No, that's okay. Just put your hands behind your back and pretend. Okay, got it. Alright, we'll start making our way towards the tower. We're hearing the
2: cannons going off. Yeah, keep heading inland. Truck, what's that guy's name again? We gotta call you da- Dayladen, right? Right, Governor Dayladen. Gov Governor Dalidin. got it. Governor Dalinger Darrigan. <sighs> Razorback. His last name was Razorback. Razorback. Mm. <gasps> Do you think they'll have food in there? Awesome, boy. They don't have food in there.
1: Oh, come on, I gotta have food.
2: Bad. Oh, I need food. Oh, Ben. <laughs> I just keep walking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can we cross the path that works through some of the farmland? Everybody roll their stealth. 16. 8.
3: 14.
1: There's a group of shackled dwarves that are working the field here. They're pulling whatever beans these are, some big peapod-looking things, and they see you come through, and they see the cloak and the bow and the goggles, and they quickly look back down.
0: I don't even
2: look at them. I just keep moving forward. Are there Garan elves watching over them right now?
1: There are some there, but they're pretty distant away, and they don't seem to notice you. Further up the hill, walking the path, There is definitely a few Garen Elves that are going to be closer along this way. A single guard does stop and say in Elven, do you need assistance down there?
0: I look up at him. Why are you not investigating the cannon fire?
1: Well, someone needs to watch the workers. Excuse me? Nothing. And he starts moving away.
2: (laughs) Just keep walking. Geo gets really close to your ear and he's like, hey, good job there. Good job. Good job. Thanks. Before we hit
1: the crest of this hill is the mansion. It's an old stone building and it has one giant tower. It seems to be a little bit older than the rest of the building.
0: Sniff, how do you take this down? Oh, we would have
1: need to get into it.
0: All right. Everyone put their hands behind the backs and start walking up. Got it. I'm going to walk up behind them. Is the door shut? It's shut, yep. I'm just going to yell up, open the door! And Elvin.
1: Very long time passes. The door creaks open slowly. Yuri is standing there. The seven foot raven person. He has his hand crossbow pointed out the door, and it blinks at you, creepily.
0: Yuri, the hunt was a failure. We lost the elf. Roll your deception. Now this is gonna go
2: Come through. on, deception!
0: Nineteen?
1: <laughs> he backs up. You lose sight of him as he just opens the door for you, and he's out of sight.
0: I'll just sort of mutter under my breath. All right, let's make for the tower.
1: And I'll walk in. So you direct them all through. Everybody walks into this big opulent great hall.
3: So as soon as I walk in, I want to see if I can spot that raven. Can I roll perception?
1: Yes, roll your perception. Oh no. Nah. There are two candled chandeliers hanging from the center of the room that give off light for about 20 feet in each direction. Problem is that this room is pretty big. And so there's a lot of little corners and shadow. So as you walk in, Runar is looking for Yuri, and he seems to have put himself in one of the shadows. He's nowhere
0: in sight. I'm gonna go ahead and direct everyone over towards the tower. Whichever stairwell I think is closest to the tower. Okay.
2: At the top of each staircase there's big tapestries there with dragons etched on them. Is there any food laying around on tables? There's a <laughs> there's a bowl of bird seed
3: <laughs>
1: on a table next to an overstuffed chair. Giovanni's gonna roll sleight of hand at disadvantage
2: to grabs grab a handful of bird seed. Oh baby, not one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you knock it out of the ground. It just sprays everywhere.
0: <sighs> I'm just gonna smack Giovanni upside the head. Sorry, sorry. Sorry? We're gonna die
3: now because of you. I
2: haven't eaten
3: in so long.
0: I'm just gonna smack both of them on the back of the head. Keep mocking.
3: I didn't feel like I
1: deserved that. As you walk on, everybody's crunching the bird scene underneath their feet. <laughs> A bolt comes flying through the room. And it hits into one of the upholstered couches came from the direction of the door when you turn around you see this giant raven man kick the door shut behind him he's got the hand crossbow in his hands he throws it to the ground and kind of goes into a fighting
2: stance everybody roll initiative 17 9
3: 13
2: (laughs) giovanni you're going first All right, Giovanni gets out his weird sword and he jumps right towards that crow and takes a swing at him. Fourteen to hit. Fourteen to lift. Ah! Get the bird brain, Runar! And he gives Runar bardic inspiration.
1: Yuri looks down at you. He's very broad-shouldered. He's got these seaweed-woven robes on, and he gives you an open-palmed punch. Hits for seven points of bludgeoning damage. Ah and you need to make a dex saving throw. 15. Almost knocks you down, but you kind of step back a little bit on your hooves and steady yourself. He's gonna attack again. This
2: bird packs a punch.
1: Big black wings, palm comes past you, misses.
2: <whistles> and ah. then he
1: tries one more time, and he's gonna hit you with that one. Hit you for six points of bludgeoning.
0: <laughs>
1: and again, make a dex saving throw. Eight. This one just throws you to the ground, and you even kind of scatter away from them a little bit.
2: Oh, it's like getting hit with a hard pillow.
3: Brunar, it's your turn. I pull out the short sword, take up a fencing stance, and I go, Havethi! Ha-ha! I'm trying to stab him. Does a 24 hit? 24 hits? Seven points of damage to him. How about a 15? Does a 15 hit him?
1: 15 does not hit him.
3: All right. I'll just loudly shout, sweep the leg, and then I will do the roundhouse, like, little leg sweep that you see, like, on Street Fighter. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen does not hit.
0: Rock. Bonus action Hunter's Mark from the goggles. Pull out a uh, red tail and take a shot at him. This is a twenty-two hit.
1: Twenty-two hits. Oh, that's a world of pain.
0: (laughs) All right. Takes... 11 points of sneak attack damage, 4 points from a hunter's mark, 6 points of lightning damage.
1: So as you pull the bow, this golden sinew, you can feel some sort of power of the dragon that has been imbued in this thing. And you can feel this sort of chaos and somehow radiance, some sort of celestial touch that this bow has been imbued with and the chaos creates lightning on the strike. It's almost like you felt like that was of course what it was going to be. Something very natural about it for you. The arrow flies across with this lightning surging and just as it gets to him, he gives it a swipe. It does damage him. The lightning goes up his arm, but he deflects part of it away. So Sniv reaches into her bag and pulls out a big keg of something and starts trying to light it on fire.
0: Oh, this is bad.
1: She's got this, <laughs> it's got this wick, and she's hitting this piece of flint against it, trying to get it to light.
0: Ready? And she's
1: saying, get out of the way! <laughs> Rath pulls his pike and starts running that direction. The raven kind of pushes him aside. and He, he basically overextends and just goes past him a little bit and Gnarling is going to throw a dagger. Yuri's other wing just knocks the dagger away. We're back up to Giovanni. You're on
2: the ground. Giovanni gets up, shakes his head a little bit, charges back into the bird. Takes a swing, 15 to hit, and I miss again. Mm. All right. Ah, drunk, you've got this, shoot him in the face, right between those bird brain eyes of his. Give you Bardic inspiration. Yuri, having everyone
1: sort of run up to him, puts his wings out, crouches down, and then makes it jump, and jumps in a way that is completely not natural, and ends up on one of the circular staircases on the other side of the room.
0: <laughs> this is
1: <laughs> a quick bird. That brings us to Runar, and you are 80 feet
3: away from him. Uh, I will use feline agility, increasing my speed to 80 feet. <laughs> And then I will chase after Yuri, darts up the side of the banisters, jumps high in there and he does like the spinning downward slash at him. Well, that was a terrible throw. Like he got really excited and it was wildly swings and missed. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nine. I'm taking my second attack, 22. 22 hits. Nine points of piercing damage. <laughs> and then I will again try to sweep the leg, Johnny. 24 and that will be four points of bludgeoning damage and i would like to stunning strike with the kick and it will be con 14
1: i got a 14 oh no (laughs) (laughs) drug's turn all right
3: i'm
0: gonna pull out flame arrow 31 to hit yeah that's 24 points of damage does bad at it but this
1: one gets him pretty good takes a little bit of that damage off but not very much all right snip gets the fuse lit but as soon as that happens gnarling runs over grabs it and burns himself and tries to put it out and he's like you are going to bring them to us no we can't blow stuff up until it's time two of them are kind of locked in fighting at each other wrath just starts running towards the stairs Giovanni
2: All right, Giovanni starts charging towards the bird, and he says, all right, listen here, bird. Later on, I'm going to be eating crow. And he casts Vicious Mockery.
1: Yuri's turn. He's going to take a swing at the cat right in front of him. Good news is it's only five points of bludgeoning damage. Bad news is you need to take a strength saving throw.
3: 16.
1: Ooh, all right. You take this big palm punch. It pushes you backwards, you feel the railing behind you, and you even hear some cracking from the railing behind you, but you stay where you are. He's gonna swing again. Nat one, that's the second nat one he's rolled in his attacks. Third attack hits. Make the strength saving throw again. 21. He's clearly trying to knock you from the staircase, and he is not succeeding.
3: Runa, it's your turn. Playing dirty, are we? I will swing with the sword again. 15, we should miss. I will take a second swing with the sword. Nat 20. Yes. 10 points piercing damage. I will bonus action flurry of blows. I'm going to go straight up and take my offhand and just start whapping them like, the, you know, the cats. You just see to just like repeatedly hit something. <laughs> 14, that'll miss. Second one is also a 15. That will also miss. Ooh, but it looks ooh. funny. <laughs> yeah, right? there you go.
0: All right, drop. Take another flame arrow and take another shot at him. Oh yeah, uh, 24 to hit, 20 points of fire damage.
1: He bats a little bit of it away, but again, you're throwing so much damage at him that it's clearly affecting him. Sniv and Wrath are running towards the stairs. Sniv just get, kind of gets to the stairs, but Rath's about halfway up by the end of this turn with his pike in hand gnarling pulls out this bloody stained knife and throws it up that direction it hits into the wood next to you runar giovanni
2: it's your turn giovanni's gonna keep approaching the bird and he's gonna say did you not hear me last time he's gonna cast vicious mockery again and say later on i'm going to eat crow does he not (laughs) get that (laughs) 14 save all right he failed it hey all right You take five points of damage, and then his next attack is disadvantage.
1: Yuri's turn, he's really, really upset, but he's going to attack Runar with disadvantage because he's sad now because of the whole eating crow thing. That's going to hit six points of bludgeoning damage and make a strength saving throw. How about a 20? 20 will do it. Nice. He really looks very intently with you with his bird eyes and just tries to pull in all the power on this punch. 11 points of bludgeoning damage and a strength saving throw.
3: And I'm going to lose because that was an Uh (laughs) 8.
1: Bam! Just focuses in, smashes you through the rail. Rail breaks behind you, and he pushes you 10 feet. Okay. 10 feet out, you start falling.
3: I have slow fall.
1: And you fall a good 30 feet, but your cat-like abilities get you to land on your feet. You don't take any
3: damage. I do the three-point landing, with the sword behind me, put my hair up if I had any. I stand up and I grab the hat and put it back on. <laughs> I guess I'm back where I started.
1: <laughs> Yuri just pulls a handful of feathers out from his arms and he starts throwing them down like darts. One of them comes very close to Wrath. Another one's coming down towards Druk. It's gonna hit, four points of damage. And the last one is gonna go towards
3: Brunar on the ground. I will spend a key point to actually catch it and then throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I believe that's a 16 to hit, uh, which misses.
1: Oh, it does, alright. So it bounces off the stairs above you, but it's still pretty impressive.
3: Brunar's turn. Silly bird, I run up the side of the stairs, but I'm gonna use the feline agility, which gives me, again, back to the 80 feet. Land in front of them, and then I'll just do the, the standard fencing pose and, like, stab at them. Okay. Sword sword, 21. For eight points, piercing. Ah. And I will rinse and repeat on that stab action. 16, which and miss. Ah. And then I will bonus action, flurry of blows. I will try batting him on the beak thing again. 16. this. Yep. <laughs> roll a 16
1: again. Oh, just, just ah. under. All right, bat, bat, just humiliating him again. Druck, it's your turn.
0: I'm just going to go ahead and pull out a regular arrow and take a shot. Good timing. Nine. Rath
1: gets to the top of the stairs, coming in with his pike. He does actually get a jab here. Just enough to back the raven off. Other two are just climbing the stairs at this point. Giovanni,
2: you're up. Your bird day is over, my friend, and he takes a swing. Nat 20, baby. Nice. Nice. 13 points of damage.
1: It's really like a gut shot. You just get up there and it's still alive, but it's looking down at you and blinking with that weird blink, and it's mortally wounded. Its turn, it's going to push away from you, and it jumps off of the stairwell.
2: Do I get an attack of opportunity? Yep.
1: Alright. Trying to escape you. Ooh, no, I miss it. Runar, you also are up there, right? Yes.
3: How about a 23 to hit? That'll hit. For seven points of piercing.
1: Alright. Giovanni's sword flies by, just misses. Just as Yuri's about to jump backwards, the sword from Runar catches it right in the chest. And Yuri literally does another one of those jumps. But the sword just cuts through as it And so it does it. It's this big acrobatic jump, monk style, <laughs> lands on the ground, and it just falls apart. His entrails just <laughs> hit the ground.
2: Oh, hey, well, well uh, I, I think he's done.
3: <laughs> well, your dinner is served. I mean, you said you were going to eat the crow, right? So, I <laughs> mean, it's right there. Yeah. Cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think I changed my mind. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's pretty impressive. You got blood all the way up on the ceiling. <laughs> hey, uh, where's that bomb at? Snip. Uh, you ready?
2: Yeah, I guess. Wow.
1: They are behind you on the stairs now.
2: All right, let's go. Ooh. Let's go. Hope
3: She's you're... not holding the bomb anymore, though.
2: Get the bomb ready. Get the bomb out. Let's go.
3: Let's go. hope you guys are better at bombing towers than fighting.
2: What are you saying? I think he said you're at fighting. Yes, I know we didn't do well. We're
3: sailors. I thought you were privateers, and uh, you wouldn't be fighting all the time. I just know how to sail.
2: <laughs> Tower time.
3: Tower time. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you a high five. <laughs> it feels like it's, there's a thing there. Tower time. <laughs> I <laughs> like bye. it. Tower time. Tower time.
0: <laughs> If we go up this stairwell any further, do we see the beginnings of this tower that we're trying to get to? It's very clear
1: that the tower is a certain direction because you can see where the wall starts to curve. And the stone's
2: just a little different because it's an older construction. Where's the tower door? Where is it? Where is it? Excellent question. Gotta be on that curvy wall. It's where I'd put it.
3: Me too. No, I'd put it on this flat wall over here that doesn't go into the tower at all. Is Ludor
0: using sarcasm? I think he is. Do we see any doors by the curved walls? Yeah, there's a door going into it. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) That's even easier. Hey, look, a door. (laughs) Is it locked? It is. Would you like me to blow it up? No, not yet. Oh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and pick it. 20? 20 opens it. Okay. Click. So when you
1: step in, it's a darkened room. It looks well lived in it's kind of a living quarters bedroom of sorts there's a stairwell that kind of runs the tower circular again this floor that you step into is probably Illidan's room largely because there's a giant portrait of him above the (laughs) bed
0: interesting
2: the man likes himself you know Mm -hmm.
0: is there like a desk or anything? All alright I'm just gonna real quick just open a drawer I gotta open a drawer
2: Geo now is getting sidetracked on opening Jordan looking through things (laughs) Uh,
0: Roll your investigation
3: 21 I flop on the bed while they're doing this
2: 20
1: Giovanni you find a delicate platinum headband In the form of entwined serpentine dragons Druck, you find a spider silk cloak Embroidered with fish scales And a silver armband shaped like a dragon Biting its own tail Alright He's a footlocker
0: Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, kick open the foot logger. It's locked. Ah, oh, dang it. Alright, quick unlock. 28. Okay, make a deck save. Okay. 16.
1: You open it and a dart comes flying out and you sort of see it coming and move out of the way. And it just hits into the table leg behind you. <laughs> Giovanni goes and grabs his dart
2: and puts it in his
1: vest. (laughs) Inside this chest you find five zircon, there's five red tourmalines, there's
2: 372
1: gold, and 120 platinum.
2: Hey Drucka, what's in there?
0: Uh, looks like a bunch of laundry.
2: Ah, yeah. (sighs) Don't tell Runar, he'll talk about pants again. (laughs) I'm laying on the
3: bed, just staring at the ceiling.
2: Giovanni just keeps putting any weird random
3: thing in his vest. He's completely forgotten that he needs
2: to blow up the tower.
3: I'm laying there, eyes half closed, the hands like folded over the chest. <sighs> it's been a long day. Punched so many people. <laughs> stabbed a crow in the crotch. I guess I stabbed him in the chest, and then he jumped anew and went through his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's important to make that (laughs) distinction. (laughs) It's
0: really important that people know that you didn't stab him in the crotch. You stabbed him in the chest. (laughs) He had no manners whatsoever and drug his body through (laughs) so that it ended up in his crotch.
3: Right? Like, why? Why would you do that?
0: Giovanni, please make this note for the tale that you will tell later.
2: (laughs) Wait, what? What?
0: Runar did not stab the crow in the crotch. Rather... He stabbed him in the chest, and then it fell down to his crotch.
2: Boy, did I miss one uh, conversation over here. (laughs) You look over at Giovanni's holding the giant portrait of Daladin. Just sitting there watching
3: you guys. You could could eat that? No. It can't be worth anything. Mind your own business. (laughs) Uh, we have something to do. Come on, let's get going. Come on now. <laughs> what do we have to do? Boom, boom, the tower. Well, I mean, we got to figure out where the steps, right? Snow, you go figure it out. We got it's you there. to the tower. You do your thing. Let us know when we got to run. We need to find the the source of the storm. Well, It's
0: at the top, isn't it? It's probably
2: at the top. Let's, let's go up the steps. <laughs>
0: let's go up the steps
2: then. Giovanni's <sighs> struggling to get up the steps of the giant portrait in the sand. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just the portrait like the frame and everything uh-huh.
2: <laughs> 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 he's bumping into you guys from the back sorry sorry
3: Runard very begrudgingly slowly climbs off the bed sits on the edge of the bed for a moment he goes man that would've been best sleep of my life I know it stands up starts following the rest of them
2: Hey, Druck, is there catnip around in these fields like Kaya? Runar just a little loopy?
0: He is getting a little loopy. We should try and get to the top of this tower.
2: Yeah, I agree. God, excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Next level you come
1: upon is a trophy room. Uh, there are taxidermied heads on plaques all over the walls. Humanoid heads.
2: Holy buckets. No elves. Ah, uh, We're going to burn this place to the ground when we leave.
3: Yeah. I don't think we have to worry about it. Like, burn, (laughs) burn, 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 burn. On a quick
0: side note, none of them have like a circlet or an earring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: There is one that has a bronze mask.
0: Hmm. It's
2: like an elven Hmm. face. Hmm. We should probably keep going up. I'm trying. Hmm. I'm trying. Hold on. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. You're digging the walls.
3: And I uh, walk over. I poke the mask lightly. Anything happen?
2: Nope. Quit poking at the head. Come on, let's go.
1: Seems a little squishy underneath.
3: I uh, take two claws on the bottom of the mask and flip it up.
1: It flops off, hits the ground. Shrek, what is Runar doing
3: over there? I can't quite see. Nothing. I pick up the mask. Hey, hey Giovanni. Yeah. I run up to him. Let me look at that very nice portrait you got there and then try to slip the mask into his uh, vest.
2: Oh, thank you. giving me something? Appreciate
3: it. Yep, Uh, totally. What's that smell? Don't worry about it.
2: It stinks. Uh Uh-uh. Thank you.
1: (laughs) All right. On the next floor, there are recesses in the walls in which scrolls have been set. Some of them are very large scrolls. Many of them have fancy caps to them. There is a carving that looks
2: like it probably was original with the tower. That looks like a multi-headed dragon.
3: Ooh. Hey,
2: Druck. What do you see in this room? What's What's in this room? He's trying to look over the portrait.
3: I'm gonna roll history. <clears throat> Eleven.
2: After what you've seen recently, it's either Vinra or Scattergall.
3: Ooh, ooh, Fancy, fancy, fancy piece. This is probably worth something to the right buyer. Worth something? And he puts the portrait down. Yeah, just what? take all these <gasps> scrolls and put them in your vest. Ooh. He starts putting
1: all sorts of stuff in his vest. You find a book covered in red leather with black metal
3: clasps. I look at the spell book and kind of get real sad and look wistful.
2: I'll take it.
3: Uh, and I grab it as he tries to grab it. And I just look at him viciously. You're not a wizard. And I pull it back. Oh, fine, fine. (laughs) Is this
1: just like a library, sort of? Yeah, it's very old. Right, right. And most of the texts
2: are pretty ancient.
0: We should just probably take all this stuff.
2: Ah, what's that? As he's putting stuff constantly into his vest. Um, nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. We're good. There's that dragon again. (laughs) Gotta go gotta be Scattergall, right? We keep seeing him. Oh, wait. Scattergall,
3: Venra, that's a, or Ven, that's, that's a bad omen, right? Bad omen? Saying the same... Could be. Could be. I don't know, I'm just making noises Catnip. at this point. Catnip? Catnip.
2: What? Catnip? You have some?
3: Oh, that stuff's illegal around here.
2: <laughs> How is it illegal? We're... We gotta go do it. Let's, let's go. Okay, okay. still need to blow up the tower. Gio goes and grabs the portrait and starts climbing up the steps again.
0: (laughs) Gonna keep the portrait all
2: the way up. You notice Giovanni's walking really slow.
1: (laughs) The next level is probably the top level. And you can feel almost like an electricity in the air. You can almost see it. Your hair stands up. And on one end of the room, there is a statue of a multi-headed dragon. It looks very old. It's almost like a pillar that's been carved out. You can feel this
3: energy
2: coming from the statue. Hey, Sniff, Sniff, blow that thing up.
3: What, wait, 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 wait. I go inspect the statue. Don't touch it. I don't touch it. I'm looking to see if we detonate, like what do I think is gonna happen with all that stored energy that it's releasing? Or is there like a way just to turn it off without blowing it up? Okay,
1: make an cannon check. Eleven. It just seems to be emanating from the stone, and you're not really sure what you would do about it. You're not finding any buttons or any switches or anything like that. Druck, you feel something through the items that you acquired. Not the goggles so much, but the bow and the cloak are somehow tied to this place. And you are almost taken into a dreamlike state for just a split second. The kind of thing where you're wondering whether it really happened. Mm -hmm. And you get this sense of power and purity and chaos that was overwritten by something evil and impure. This was a place that was once special, and it was bastardized by the people that came here.
0: I look over, Sniff. I think you want to set it down at the base of the sculpture there.
1: As you look down at her, she's pulling all these casks out of her bag. She clearly has a bag of holding. Because there's suddenly just way too much stuff at the bottom of this base. And she takes all
2: these wicks and starts twisting them together to a ridiculous cartoon bomb. Nice. Well, that guys, I'm going to start heading down now. And he slowly walking <laughs> down. I'll stick with
3: Sniv if everyone wants to head down.
2: Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm going to follow Giovanni out. Okay. The boatswain wrath is
1: kind of like, I don't know why I was brought here. None of those boats are going to get fixed. <laughs> and the surgeon, Gnarling, is basically saying, well, I'm, I'm sure there'll be somebody to help after they blow stuff up. I'll be able to surgeon someone. So everyone else heads down. Drock and Sniv are up there. And Sniv says, I have a problem.
0: What's the problem, Sniff?
1: I need more wick. We'll never make it out of here. Sniff, do I have to do your job for you? We can (laughs) try this, but I'm just afraid we would not be out of the tower before it blew. Do you have any extra rope or fibers or something we could use? Start pulling
0: chunks of my belt out. (laughs) That is the greatest thing I've ever seen. This is the greatest thing you've ever seen, (laughs) Sniff. (laughs) You had one job. (laughs) One job. Give me the end. So she ties into the wick,
1: starts taking this oil, and then she licks at, it, licks at it, and she starts moving down the rope. And so she's walking down the stairs backwards as she treats your rope with whatever it is that's coming out of her mouth from this little flask that she's using.
2: You already caught up to Giovanni. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes. And Renard. Oh, Renard just won't leave me alone. I'm trying my best. It would be in your best interest to go. To get past us. You should probably hurry I, up. I'm trying, I'm trying. Hold on.
1: <laughs> so, we get down to the bottom of the tower, step back into the
0: mansion.
2: Do you wait for Giovanni? Mm.
0: <laughs> we could motivate him. I mean, we are like three stories down by this time, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Light it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Giovanni,
1: you're going down the staircase and you hear something.
2: It's like a sizzling sound. Hey, oh, wait, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, Runa, Runa. Uh oh.
1: This sparking wick moves its way past you, moving up the
2: stairs. (laughs) I can, I can do it, I can. Ah! He throws the portion <laughs> and then he starts going down the steps and he's still really slow. Ah! He starts pulling stuff out of his vest, like all these random things he just looted. He's like throwing it along to get a little bit quicker. <laughs> he starts bolting through down the steps and runs past you all. Ah! you wait?
0: Sorry, Sniff said that it was a specific time that we needed.
2: <laughs> all right, let's go,
1: let's go! All right, you get to the front door of the mansion. Are you just running,
2: or are you trying to be stealthy? Let's run. Yeah, we run. (laughs) Getting on the swan boat, right? That's right. Okay. You can see it from here. I mean, this thing stands out like a sore thumb, you know? (laughs) It's so cute. Start running towards the swan boat. We're coming, (laughs) Swanee! Oh, wait, sorry. You get kind of to the bottom of the hill, and the tower
1: blows. And when it does that... It all falls, but the storm cloud around it just pulls in for a second towards the tower. Sucks in almost into it. And then just explodes out in a big circle concussion as all this fog and stuff just blows through the whole island. In fact, to the point where, like, everybody's hair is blown forward. You know, you can feel this impact as it implodes on itself. And then there's smoke in the air, and the sun shines in a way that it hadn't previously. As soon as that happens, the Hobgoblin fleet starts throwing cannon fire into the island. And you can hear all of the screaming and yelling and just boom after boom after boom as they bombard
2: this place with cannon. It's a good thing we ran. (laughs) Yeah, I think running was a good call. Good call. Hey, good good job, Snip. Oh, hi guys. What took you so long? We gotta go. Let's go. Think of your wife, Maribel. What? Lucy. What? Liana. Sam tonight.
3: No! Let's go. That was
2: way off. <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, you get to the salon. Yay! Yeah. Everybody's intact. Yay! Yeah. You move out into the ocean, there's no cloud to worry about. The other ship is there, but it's moved a little bit south, so that it can also start throwing some cannon. They throw some full cannonballs towards the mansion itself. As you're coming towards the boat, there are cannon shots going above your heads. Cool. And you look back, and you can see that the mansion crumble.
2: Can we get on board okay?
1: Yeah. You also see that a few longboats full of hobgoblins are moving in towards the shore. They're going to go in and clean up and try to take whatever prisoners that they can, free whoever they can. When you get onto the ship, the captain is there and he's got his full accent back on. Very
2: well, good job.
3: Oh yeah, you know, Jolly Ho, Buck and Rogers, Cross Sabers.
2: Army maidies.
3: Army mateys. Yeah. Wag.
2: Again, not pirates. Yeah, whatever. Hey, can I shoot these cannons? Can I help you? I gotta hit one of these dang garrisons elves or whatever they're called.
3: Garrison elves.
2: Garons. Garons.
3: Oh, garen elf. Evil garin's sharky
2: elf? elves. Give me a shot. Give me a shot. Bro, you sweet I gotta hit one of these with a cannon. Twenty-three. Fine. Let the goat shoot. Ah, thank
1: you. Ooh, there's one. He tries to give you some direction on how it works. You're like, All right,
2: I got it. 19.
1: (laughs) There's a Garen named Jelhoff that had been smacking you. And you see him get him right in your crosshairs and just take his head right off. And his little club flies up and hits his friend in the head.
2: (laughs) Runard, did you see that? Vengeance, baby. (laughs)
1: Don't worry, I won't get cocky or anything. For a while, they start bringing back longboats full of people. Some of them are wounded, some of them aren't. You actually see Karana get brought back onto the boat. Oh. She's still missing her gem, but she's intact. So after a few hours of all of this happening, boats coming back and forth, they bring in several of the different refugees. You notice that one of them is actually wearing Scarecrow's head as a helmet. The other ship moves closer to you, and eventually they board. And the master and commander, Hobgoblin, comes onto the ship, shakes the hand of the captain, and says, Very well done.
2: Uh, commander? Yes, how can I help you? Well, I think those boatloads of saved Hobgoblins is worth a trip to Portmanteau for us. I
1: don't think Portmanteau would take us very well, but perhaps we could talk about bringing you somewhere close enough. Close enough it is.
3: notice that people when they they have those talking things that they use to communicate with, like sending stones
2: oh yeah those little weird things they hold up to their face all of the time
3: yeah you ever seen that people put it like on a like a speaker mode and they just hold <laughs> it like sideways out in front of themselves oh
2: so annoying they're like talking all the time out loud I having know. a conversation everybody can hear it you're not a dj
3: <laughs> I, I mean it'd be better if they were a dj and they were playing like a podcast like a sweet one like ours like d4 on the floor
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, and then, you know, it'd be cool if they also did like the like and subscribe and then maybe a comment if they liked us. Yeah, comments are great. Yeah, yeah. I like
2: a comment. Tell me how awesome I am. I would like that.
3: Giovanni, I just want you to know that you're awesome.
2: Oh, thank you very much. I'm
3: also very tired. I'm going to go to bed now. Thanks. Bye.
2: Night, kitty cat. I'm going to bed too.